I have to move your phone a little further away from the from the mic. From the equipment. You have to put it only now that called like using it, put it down. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh but we could just talk and then start whenever. Yeah. But yeah, that remind me of uh like like I said, Michael Scott, he was giving a speech at a wedding one time. He was like, When time isn't an issue, he was like, uh he's like I n- I'm not really sure how I like to start a speech. When time isn't an issue, I, I like to try four or five of them. Like, crowd full of people. He like, time isn't an issue. He started like, try, like three issue, different brother. jokes, yeah. three different little like icebreaker type of things. Like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, and t- time, and is, a, time but, is an issue right now. Essence. It is of the essence, and this ain't about you, which is always the thing with, uh, with uh, Mr. Michael Scott. Is that his name yeah, on there? Michael Scott. Yeah. yeah, he need that limelight. He need that shit. Yeah. That boy, but now pops will hit you with them isms, like like we were saying, it makes sense in the long run, but the way he get there, look, son, <laughs> I need you to hear me good here. I'm listening, my dude. <laughs> like I'm listening to you. I, I hear you. People either gonna like you or they gonna love you. And if they love you, good. If they don't, good. But either way, you good. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> Appreciate you, pops. <laughs> Turn that music back on. <laughs> we should get us into a Spotify conversation or music listening convo. You know what? I'm gonna let the music play. You, you reminded me of something that I've been meaning to say for like three podcasts now. Who is this? What's your name again? Um, Wayne. W Y N N E. Wine Wine featuring J.I.D. Ego check I guess we can start talking about it now But this is Episode 37 Huh? Episode 37 today? Yeah I said Metal World Peace, ain't you? You were on 37 I did? Yeah, I think you did Family Room Podcast Episode 37 Metal World Peace I'm Mike Rome Stefan Rome what had a drops going? I worked all that time on a drop, but Baron here today and he got my phone. Right? It's all good. He doing his thing. Episode thirty-seven. I'm Mike Rome. Stefan Rome. Back for another conversation. We same, in chill. Same family, different room. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I wanted to introduce the podcast before I said it. We always, when we promote a podcast, we always, you know, we put the snippets on Instagram. We always tell people we got full episodes on YouTube and the full podcast audio. I don't know why I'm stuttering. The full podcast audio on Spotify. Yeah. Which is true, but it's on everything. It's on, like, wherever you can find podcasts. We're there. Family One Podcast is there. I mean, except SoundCloud. We're not there no more, but everywhere else. All the DSPs, we're on all of them. Wherever you can find find podcasts, that's where we're at. Oh, but I wanted to start talking about um, because I found this song a couple days ago, um, "Wine," featuring JID Ego Check, and it just I go through these little times where I'm not really checking for what's new. I'm just like on my on like some of my favorite projects. I'll go back and listen to them. You know what I'm saying or whatever. Or like an album that came out a little while ago. Like I'm still on Allegory, um, by um, Royce the Five Nine. But I had these times where I'm just going through that stuff and I love Spotify, kind of how we consume music now because I could just put in an artist I like. I'm not necessarily looking for nothing new and then I could get put on to something like this. Like, I would have never heard this girl or whoever this is with Jid without... Because Jid's one of my favorite artists right right now, which um, brought up the question, like, how do you listen to music or, like, what are the top five artists 
or rappers that you're listening to right now? That's a perfect question for what you was about to say. How do I listen to music? I listen to all the same old stuff. Like, if you look into my recently played, I believe Tidal has that, like, you recently played. You're yeah. going to see the Black Rose album from Tyrese. Mm-hmm. You're going to see 444. You're going to see Everything is Love. You're going to see Victory Lab. You're going to see some uh, Purple Haze, Diplomatic yeah. Community. You're going to see a bunch of old stuff. You're not really going to see too much new stuff. I, um, um, what's the name? Y B N Corday's most recent album. I forget. Yeah, Y B N's nice. But that's in there. Um, but I'm glad you asked because I was riding with Derek yesterday, and I'm not sure if it was uh, what what radio station it was or whatever. If it was if it was his playlist from his phone or whatever, but he had the R and B slaps going, bro. And I was Derek like, always got him. I was like, that's that's got me back into like wanting to go and listen to like back dude, into your R and B bag. Yeah, like get get back into the R and B bag. Rap, uh, rap. I'm a I'm I'm pretty much not gonna change how I listen to rap. Rap is gonna I'm gonna get to it how I get to it. Like, yeah, yeah, because like. Well, I wrote down I wrote down the artists that I'm listening to right now because I put down um my five my my top five listen to rappers right now. Mm-hmm. So like my rappers are Royce, um, Benny, JID, Reason, Boogie, and Mozzie. Like, and my rap who I'm listening to that's who I'm that's who I'm running down. And then I got. It's weird. I listen to music a lot of different ways. Like I, I was saying a couple podcasts ago, like I'll listen to like a couple projects all the way through, and just be on those two or three for like a week. I could much, 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 much easier have a top five to ten podcast conversation with you than I could rapper conversation with you. Oh right yeah. I really, oh I, yeah. Like, like honestly, I really don't know, and, and like I, I'm gonna say this forever. I really don't know who the hot new dudes are. Like y'all are tell me who's hot and I'll go check them out whenever I get around to it. But I don't know who the new I listen to a lot. Like bro, I hardly ever listen to music. I listen yeah, to that's music. Crazy. I listen to music, bro, when I haven't when all like my podcasts like and I don't I was about to say when I work out, but I I'm not gonna lie, I don't really do much of that anymore. And like I listen to podcasts and, and and listen to and watch podcasts pretty much all day long. I watch This Is Us, watch a couple T V shows, but yeah. This podcast all day for me. Well, which um, brings us to something else we were talking about off mic. Um, because we were talking about the Spike Lee stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess we get into that, but then I told you that I don't really listen to First Take like that no more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's a couple podcasts that are like, there's a couple shows that are kind of the same that are better. Um, oh, that's right. And then, um, so like the ones I listen to, I mean, the sports shows that I watch. Because I asked you, I was like, better than First Take? What do you think better than First Take? Yeah. Um, and I still during the thick of basketball season, like pre All Star break, I watch First Take because I know Stephen A is plugged in. But outside of that, I don't really, I don't watch a ton of First Take because I'm watching Undisputed, Skip and Shannon. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I think they're better. Like it's better than First Take. And this is my thing with First Take. You know what topics you're gonna get on there. They not gonna stray away from those topics. And I like shows that have other topics on. You know what I mean? Um, I like. I like, I still like um, Stephen A's basketball POV and his knowledge, oh, his yeah. insight, and what he has to say about the NBA over Skip and Shannon. Though. But their show overall is better. Yeah. So I watch Skip and Shannon, and then on FS1, I watch Whitlock and Wiley. Nah. See, I don't. I don't agree with him on a lot of stuff, but he make me think about stuff. And again, different here. topics I'm not that. 
he be out here on some other stuff, and I can't support him. See, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't view it all like that. Like I mean, at one at one point they was killing Stephen A about that kind of stuff too. Nah, this dude is different though. This dude but, is different. But nah, I feel you. But that's um that and I watch um another ESPN show, not uh, not another. The first two was FS1, but um oh I watch um High Noon with Bomani Jones, mm-hmm. and I listen to his podcast more than I probably watch First Take. Even though his podcast, I think, only dropped like twice a week or once a week or something like that. But yeah, I just be off of I just be off of first take, man. Like every, it don't matter what season it is, it don't matter what they, it don't matter what's going on in football. They're gonna talk about the Cowboys, dog. Like, and that's my team, but I be wanting to know about the other shit too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, bro. Like, you know, it's gonna be the big team. It's gonna be Yankees. Um, Whoever's big in the Yankees, whoever's big in the Lakers, whoever's big in the Cowboys, it's not gonna talk about like some kind of nuanced stuff. And um, I'm a nerd with my sports stuff, so I'll be reading articles and all that. So by the time I get the first take, I'll be like, bro, I done heard all this. I don't know all this, bro. I've been read up on all that. But and see, I don't. A lot of the time, I'm watching the game and working at the same time. And pretty much as soon as it, unless it's a Unless it's a Laker game where I could tell, like, keep it on Spectrum Sports and, like, watch the post-game stuff. Yeah. Unless it's... Or, no, I still watch uh, Inside the NBA. you got to watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about, like, debate. Real, like, I watch sports. that more than I watch Spectrum Sports after the game stuff, to be yeah. real. So, unless, For sure. Unless it's not TNT, like, post-game stuff. And even still, I'm watching that and working at the same time. Yeah. So, I'm only half getting that, to be real. Yeah. Unless something, like, funny happened and i got to stop working and watch it. Um, but I'm saying all that to say I'm not really tuned into a bunch of the news like that, and I don't watch first take during football season because I don't want to sit through all the football. Yeah, so I feel you. I, you know what I mean? I feel you. So by the by the time football season ends and they just talking about basketball, I'm yeah. getting I'm getting caught up on you know. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you run, you catching up, like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we could talk about what was on first take today that actually pulled me back to watch first take when I seen it. I went back to the podcast and then had to had to roll through it to find uh, the spot with Spike Lee on it, bro. For those that may not know, Spike Lee. If you don't know Spike Lee, you need to look him up. But um, <laughs> you crazy if you don't know Spike Lee. But um, Spike Lee, everybody knows, is a notorious Nick fan, bro. Like number one most recognizable Nick fan. Period. Um, the Knicks was trying to get him out the building pretty much because he walked through an exit they didn't want him. I mean, he came through an entrance they didn't want him to come through. But he's been going through that for twenty eight years, like. Bro, when they started pulling, okay, so he comes through the employee entrance. They ask him to go back. He gets his he gets his ticket scanned, and like Spike said, if you ever been in an arena, you know once your ticket scanned, you're in there. There's no leaving and coming back. This ain't no this ain't the fair, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this is a basketball game. It's only it's only gonna be in the arena for two hours. We're not letting just randoms in and out of here. So he gets his car scanned. He go through the um, employee entrance that he's been going through forever. They trying to get him to go back. He like, no, he make a fuss. They let him go up the elevator and security waiting for him up the elevator. And then I saw the clip on Instagram and somebody shooting it on their phone from down the hallway. He yelling. He yelling, nobody told me this. Don't, I'm not going back. Oh, if you're going to take me out of here, arrest me like your, arrest me like my brother, Charles Oakley. You know what I'm saying? And all of this, like, so I'm seeing this on first take. And I saw that after I hear Spike going on about it. So I'm like, bro, he being, you know, he might be being a little bit dramatic or something like that. I see the Instagram post. I'm like, hold on, this happened exactly how Sun said. 
Spike ain't got a lot. Yeah, he ain't got no reason to lie, bro. Nor did he got no reason to just be acting all big time going through exits y'all told him not to go through. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's a Nick fan, bro. Like, and it don't got nothing to do, like, this ain't got nothing to do with the actual issue. The Knicks are making this a problem because they're stupid and they're idiots. It's like, bro, this is your most wrecked. Jack Nicholas goes in and out of the Staples however the hell he wants to. You know why? Because I spend a lot of money here, bro. I spend a lot of money on these tickets, bro. When I was watching, when I went back and uh, listened to the pod on first take, and they were talking about, they broke down the money he spent with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I was, they lucky Spike didn't spit on somebody or slap somebody. Like, that would have been ultimate disrespect. But if he felt that disrespected, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be on here today if he spit on somebody applauding him for that. I'm not going to do that. Can't but that. I could understand how somebody could be so mad. After spending ten million dollars on these tickets, with within the time he's been buying Nick tickets, three hundred grand a year. Like, bro, you guys gotta relax. There, there's no way you're trying to keep me from my seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is how I would have handled it. Hey, who are you? Okay, that's cool. Go get your boss. And then when they showed up, I'm like, who are you? Okay, cool. Go get your boss. Cause this is out of your pay grade. But they like, <laughs> ain't nobody but, but that works security here coming telling me I ain't going to my. Three hundred thousand dollar a year seats. <laughs> but if you if you listen to if you listen to Spike talk, you listen to Stephen A. speak. They they like the employees at the Garden have strict orders, bro. Like for certain people, like that's what it sounds like. Like St- Stephen A. Did you did you see? Oh yeah, you say you watched it today. Yeah. He said people. He said people are scared to talk to him. Former players that feel like their phones have been tapped. They can't prove it, but that's how they feel. Yeah. Like there's other people, and Spike Lee said it's employees that like they know they can only just come and dap him up real quick and, and get out the way. They can't be seen talking to him like that. Like yeah. that's crazy, bro. What and I think is going on, I think is they trying to they trying to get cool again. They trying to out with the old and in with the new. And Spike is a part of the old, and they don't want him around no more. Oh, they bugging. I Why would you not it. want him around? That that can't it doesn't be. Make it, it can, that it doesn't can't make be any it. sense. But that's what I think. That is. can't be it. That cannot be it. it so you don't want him around no more. You want him to you want him to not buy his season tickets. <laughs> you want him not to spend three hundred grand a year, sitting in here going crazy. And so even this, though, and even me. and even I'm on first take, he's me. rocking Nick gear. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> he's not holding saying, you down. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but I'm saying if 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 you hear in KD a superstar say stuff like the Knicks aren't cool anymore. Yeah. And then they're bringing in all this, all these people that are known for changing brands and making brands cool. And Spike is part of the old brand. And that's what I'm, I'm not saying. saying it's and right, that's what I'm saying. Because I, I don't disagree think that those with it. smart people, those people that they're bringing in, that are brand managers, let's say, are going to say, "Let's do away." Spike Lee is still very cool. In I think that's what James, you know. What I'm I think saying? that's what James Dolan. I don't think that's Steve Stout's job. I don't think that's a part of Steve Stout. You know, these other people's job is to get get uh, get Spike out of the way and get him out of court side and well, like change. Yeah, and, but and this is the stupid thing about that's what the it Knicks. feels like. And though. this is how poorly they're ran. He said it's from James Dolan. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, like this is how poorly ran and how stupid they are. For you guys to even like put out a statement afterwards or to even press him like that or whatever, it shows how how out of touch you guys are, bro. Like. This shouldn't even be this big a deal. It shouldn't even be this close to being this big a deal. Um, there's better ways to deal with this than making a scene in the garden. You could let him go to his seats and send him an email that says, hey, you can't do that again. 
Or you could have somebody come up to him during the game and say, hey, Spike, we changed such and such. We, we would rather you come in through X, Y, and Z from now on. But to even suggest that he should come through general admission is stupid. It would be chaos if Spike Lee tried to come through like me or you would another, come through. But that that doesn't another, even make sense. That was another thing they were putting a dub on, though, because I don't remember that part. He, even, even the email said something about him going yeah. through the... The, the, the celebrity entrance or whatever. No, but Spike is saying he never got an email about these seats. About, about me, about this entrance, about coming in through this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's saying he ain't even got, he hasn't even, he doesn't even have, like, any correspondence to show that they've communicated about this. So it's like, y'all pulling this out of thin air, and it's like, after the Charles Oakley stuff. After like Nick fans, did you see the other night? It just happened again. Some Nick fans was yelling "sell the team," and they got escorted out of MSG. Bro, good organizations, great organizations. Understand that your fans, if they're real fans, are gonna be fans when you're winning, and they're gonna be fans if you're not winning too, bro. They're gonna be out here like y'all need to give up, bro. What was we saying? What was we saying as Laker fans about? About your man's, uh, um, son. yeah, little brother. Got to get him out of there. Got to get him out of there. And I was even on uh, Genie. I was like, Shit. maybe you guys need to sell the team, bro. Maybe you guys don't get it how your dad did. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's okay, bro. Because we're still going to cheer for the Lakers. I know they're not going to be your team. But Lakers no fans way. aren't going anywhere. And they got to understand, like, what does James Dolan want, bro? You got the team from your daddy. You've been running it into the ground. Do they really think they're ever going to get any players to come and play there with things like that going on? No. No. Well, I think the basketball people do. I, I think the owner thinks, this is Madison Square Garden. This is New York Knicks. You haven't been the Knicks well, as long as it, how you feel about them in a very long time. All he cares about is making money off the building. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he will always do that. They're either first or second most profitable team every single year. You know what I mean? Like, and that's and that's never gonna change. So he he may never change. But if this keeps on going, keep it a bean. NBA is gonna have to force him to get that team up. They're gonna have to force him to get that team up. You can't have one of your biggest markets forever the into perpetuity. Yeah, into and in, into perpetuity. This guy owning this team and running them into the ground. Star players don't want to play here. You Absolutely guys can't seem crazy. to build a team, draft a team. Like, it It can't happen like that, bro. Like, I don't know what the NBA could do because it's like, dude, we just suck. There's mad teams that suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be like, hey, give up the team because it's New York and the team sucks. But you got to be able, like, this kind of stuff can't happen. Mm-hmm. Charles Oakley kind of stuff can't happen. Mm-hmm. Bro, Yankee fans, boo, boo crazily their own team when the team is bad or not playing well bro they're not snatching people up kicking them out of the uh uh, stadium you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you can't do that you gotta allow your fans to be fans it's your fault they booing yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying kobe wasn't out there putting up 81 and he's booing them it's like come on bro you gotta come on man so from one beef to another flavor flavor chuck d you have to educate me i know very hello baron Hey. Yes.
favor? His spaghetti is in your back seat. Can you go grab that? Uncle D's gonna get your spaghetti, okay? Go in the room. I'll let you know when it's ready. Go ahead. Darren, you gotta go in the back. Get up and go. Close the door nicely. He know what time it is, let me just do it. Is those my keys? Cause I got the sand line here. Oh nah. Them ain't mine. You know I got them janitor keys. On um, school keys, boy. Like say you ain't got these fancy car keys, nigga. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I was in his car. Oh I didn't I'm Tom bugging, you told me about your car earlier. But yeah, a little we digress. Yeah. So Flavor Flav versus Chuck D. So Chuck D got invited out to um perform at a Bernie Salin Bernie Sa Bernie Sanders convention or rally or whatever it's called, right? They've been out here for Bernie on my door crazy though. But yeah. yeah. And Fla and Flavor Flav wasn't invited and you could say that he had a beef because he wasn't invited, but he was saying like our music Shouldn't be used for that. He doesn't speak for Public Enemy. Chuck D was invited out to perform as Public but, Enemy. Yeah, as a, uh, yeah, yeah. I know that much. I didn't know. And Flavor Flav took issue to it. He yeah, like he doesn't speak for the group. Like, da 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 da. How but, do you put our name attached to this? And yeah, Flavor or uh, Chuck D owns the the copyright or whatever it's called to the to the logo and to the name. Mm. Wrote most of the music, including. Flavor Flaves yeah. versus and such. Um, that's your phone being close to the mic. Um, and for number one, thing. Flavor, like, their music was political. It always had a message. So yeah. I'm not sure, like, what he's... So for me, it feels like he's just upset that he wasn't included. And Chuck D said that if there was money attached to it, then Flav would have been there. And then I guess some other stuff was coming out saying that Chuck D never liked... Um, Flav being on the reality shows and being depicted in the way he was being depicted. I could see that. Them got him looking a certain way. Yeah, boying it out here. Like, he a wild dude. They're just throwing women at him and he kissing him and all this other... I think just the roast. I think just the roast made him look crazy. I I don't think his show made him look crazy. I think that... I mean... Damn, why is your voice popping yeah, like that? That's crazy. Well, I, I was real close to the mic that oh, time. Okay. But, um... I think that, man, that shouldn't be, like, that shouldn't be nothing they publicly fighting over. It, it's not a good look. It damages your brand, no matter what the outcome of this ends up being. Baron, close the door. No matter what the outcome of this ends up being, it does it does hurt the brand. Even if y'all make good on it, y'all still owe we good money and all this other stuff. Baron, close the door. Like, it still makes you guys look bad. Um... But I do, I do agree with um, Flav, bro. If we both don't agree on that, bro, you can't be out here putting our group name out here. I know, I mean, you may own it and all that other stuff. That's true, but I mean, I feel him because can I do what I want? People what assume I want with what I own. That you can do that, and it does make Flavor Flav look a certain way. You're putting him on that side of that stance because that's part of him, and you was just upset about how he was being depicted. You know what I mean, like. I don't know. That's just me. They shouldn't be. It's not a good look. I hope they work that out and it all ends up Gucci because they shouldn't be fighting out here in public like that. I mean, I just... It definitely should... I agree. It definitely shouldn't be in public. 
it definitely shouldn't be, be in public. Maybe he hit him up before and like maybe something like he tried to reach out and he didn't get back to him. You never know. You never know. I'm, yeah, you're gonna have people on both sides of any issue, and there's just some stuff like there's some stuff that we'll be out here arguing over in public. And there's there's other things that as brothers we're not gonna be out here arguing in front of people over. Facts. And it's just and I think you gotta take that approach with something, you know what I'm saying? Y'all built up together, which is politically charged and always had a message and all this kind of stuff. Like you gotta kinda understand where he's coming from when he says that. Like y'all could disagree, but to have it all out here in the streets and all of that is another thing. Because it ain't no way you don't feel what he's saying. Right. Because you felt the way about how he chose to do things and was being depicted. And that was just for your man. You know what I mean? That ain't had nothing to do with y'all name and y'all brand. Which you may own it. Okay, but I'm a big part of what this was, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's a conversation they should have. Like, Even before you agree to do something like that. Like, And so what if he didn't come because he wasn't getting no money? So what if he would have been there if he was getting bread? That's his line. That's his decision. And you putting that out there ain't... It ain't helping her. It ain't really. It ain't helping it. So it's hurting. It's hurting the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there. So he don't care. He 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 got enough to say. Oh, he care enough to say. Why are you putting us out there like that? But if there would have been a bag for him to get, he'd be like, oh, it's cool. Like that's what you're trying to make him look like. You're just trying to discredit whatever he's saying because you make it seem like, oh, he'll do whatever for a bag. You know what I'm saying? Which, true or not, ain't your position look, to put him it out did, like, it that did look like that for. Yeah, it, it, and it did, but I'm saying right or wrong, that ain't Chuck D's spot. Like, and like they was, um, cause I heard about, I heard about this on the uh, Joe Budden podcast, and like they were saying, like, mm. you could go towards test, Chuck D. Test. That that doesn't test test my bad. That doesn't hurt you. You know test, what I'm test. saying? Like, you could go out and test tour. Me. You could go do whatever as Chuck D. Mm-hmm. And it'd be the same thing, bro. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, like financially or like what they would have to do, like for him to be. Chuck D of or one half of you know what I'm saying or whatever you know like there's other ways that you could use the moniker of the name and not associate Flav to it you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. if he don't want to be associated then why don't you just do that he should just he could have just went with Chuck D of Public Enemy yeah but that's what I'm saying I don't know financially what they'd have to do if he'd have to drop paperwork mm-hmm. or do whatever like you know what I'm saying and, and it's just I, I don't know it's unfortunate you shouldn't be out here like I would say. He of course he can do what he wants with what he owns, but if I if I own something that we were all a part of, I'm gonna at least even if I'm gonna do this anyway, I'm gonna at least hit you first and let you know. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all. I mean Yeah. I'm I'm with it's and it's hard for, it's hard for me because like I don't want nobody trying to tell me what I can or can't do with nothing that I own. Exactly. So I feel that, but at the same time, if I own something that we're all a part of I'm there for like two minutes. I'm sensitive to the fact that we all are a part of this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I don't know, man. There's you shouldn't be doing it out in the streets. Y'all can have whatever disagreement y'all want. Y'all icons, your groups are icon, all of that. Your names are iconic and all of that other stuff. This looks bad. You guys being on the street like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it just looks like you guys don't know how to handle business, and and it just it just feels nasty. That's that's how I feel. It's, it look it, it it looks sad and it feels nasty. Like why are you guys back and forth like this out here in the street like that? Like that's too much. That's too much. Y'all better than that, man. 
Y'all better than that. Speaking of people being out in the streets, <laughs> Drake was out in the streets <laughs> wilding, right? That's, that's a how, fact. That's how he ended up with a baby that he ended up having to hide, right? Yeah. Not having to hide, but. That he chose yeah. to hide. Yeah. And then he messed. Did you take the top off? <laughs> uh, I'm blowing my shit. So Drake was out here wilding in the streets. Messed around and had a baby. Chose to hide it. And now he in raps calling his baby mom's a flute. How you feel about Bad it? Bad idea. Bad Is idea. Is she a flute? I don't know. She might be to Drake, but it goes back to the same thing. At the end of the day, somebody go disrespect your baby mama, Drake. What you gonna do? You gonna take that personally. So don't be out here disrespecting her. Or we would hope that he would. That's disrespect. He gonna do it. He gonna do it. We would hope that he would. He would have to. Some other child. And that's what I'm saying. And there's certain things, there's certain concessions you make, even if you're not cool with her, for the mother of your child. And you know what you don't do? You don't go out in a raps and call her a fluke, son. And that's and what I'm saying. And she could be a fluke, but you don't say it in public, bro. And that's why I said I would hope that we, that he would, because I would argue that a dude that would that would publicly disrespect the mother of his child will probably let somebody else do it. Nah, he would take it as disrespect to him. Why are you disrespecting my baby mama like that? Maybe, maybe not. And look, bro, like, it's just not a good look. It's just not a good look for anyone to be doing that. Um, Because, of, and that's what I'm saying, that's how I hold it. That's how I hold that relationship, bro. I don't have to be cool with you. But we have a kid together, and that has to be, we have to be able to manage this. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain level of we're cool, or we like, we have a business arrangement. And our business is the well being of this kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's in our best interest if we're not at each other, or mad at each other, or fighting with each other, or me out here giving you a reason to be mad at me, like in a rap, calling you a fluke. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, bro. You got more respect for her than that. You do. You do, family. You do. Just cause, like, he was like, well, in the interview he did, like, me and the me and the mother of our me and the mother of my child, like, we're good. It's not. Da -da -da. So if it's good, then don't be in the streets calling her fluke. It's, Is it's, a fluke a bad thing? Maybe to some people, I I personally I don't know. Like, maybe is a fluke think, just maybe, like one you don't mess with no more? Or no, I'm thinking like the literal meaning of a fluke, like what we call a fluke. Like if a like if a dude, somebody that we know can't shoot. And he hit, and he have a night where he go five for six from the three point line. He's like, man, that night. No, was she good. is a fluke. That night was she a is fluke. a fluke in the way that he's talking about. He's like, I'm out here, I'm doing my thing. I done messed around with all these chicks, and this the one that got me. That's fluky. But yes, she is, but you don't call her that in the streets. You just don't do but it. But I'm saying, if the if if it literally is not a bad thing, it's like what? Let's what, what's another one of those words that's okay, not? No, it don't like, gotta be like, a bad like, thing. Like, is manipulate. it a bad thing to her? Does she want to be in your song being called a fluke? She ain't in none of your songs. You bigging her up. <laughs> I feel it. You want to talk about the good times y'all had? Hey, look, you, man, I'm just here to play saying? devil's advocate. You know I what I'm saying? Do, I would never do nothing like that. But like I said, I'm here to play devil's advocate. But also at the same time, just being honest, when you, I would never do it. But when you just look at the literal meaning of the word fluke, I feel it was you. a fluke, and it's and not, I, it's not a bad thing. It's not to say he don't care about her now, and he don't, <laughs> he don't love and respect her for for bringing him a son, and and he doesn't, you know, you know, absolutely cherish his son, which I'm sure he does, but. 
If she was a fluke. I like I said, I wouldn't do it, but I mean, it's not necessarily a bad no. thing and either. This, and see, and this is my thing with Dre. He's not gonna get killed for this. And there's people that could not pull it off out here. That's disrespect. There's a lot of people that would take that as disrespecting your baby mama. Like I think it's disrespecting your baby mama. And there's a lot of people that come on, bro. In the time we live in, you can't get away with disrespecting no woman out here. But Dre's gonna live off this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying the end of his career. I mean, like I'm interested to see what like what the timeline is gonna be saying about this because I ain't seen nobody talking no shit on Drake about it. About about like them talking on Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that ain't been the case. So this is um no skin off his nose, as they say. You bring my backpack over here. Like Drake's Drake's not tripping off of that. But like like I said, I'm man. Sure where it is. Oh, like sorry. which <laughs> which um I mean, do you have to have a kid with them to be a fluke? Is she a fluke because they had a kid? Ooh. Ew. Terrible throw. But um terrible throw. Is okay. Does the kid make her a fluke? Would he call her a fluke? Would you know? I think the kid has to. The kid does make it a fluke. But I think like, like I said, you just can't be doing. It. I'm just not doing that, bro. I'm just not doing that. It's, it's slightly disrespectful because of the yeah. negative connotation that the word fluke. Well, has. and you're putting you're putting y'all's business and y'all relationship out there. Nobody needs to know what kind of relationship y'all got, bro. They need to know you got a kid, bro, and that's your baby mama, and y'all raising that kid. That's all they need to know, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you bringing everybody else in on the inside of your relationship. Now, now if you start getting uncomfortable questions about it, don't be acting funny, which we know. we. I'm not saying we know he'll act funny, but don't nobody. Come on, man. This ain't none of y'all business. You're making it people's business. You're making people feel like they could stop her and ask her about this now. How do they feel about you calling her a fluke? You know what I'm saying? It's just... At, and at some point, this is also what I think. At some point, Drake's son's going to be old enough for people to be like, yo, your dad called your mom a fluke, dog. And what little boy, if they mama raising them, don't don't absolutely love and adore their mom? Like, you, you making it bad for you. You making it hot for you, like... Later on, Drake, or possibly making it hot for you later on. It don't matter. It don't matter what you felt like you meant to your son. It's not gonna matter what you felt like you what you meant to him and all this other stuff. If he turned thirteen and hear you calling your calling his mama a fluke, he ain't gonna care about what y'all relationship been. He's going from that point forward, family. I'm going from this point forward. What you say about my mom, bro? What you say about my mom, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like he's like he's not gonna be playing that. Like, and it don't mean no physical stuff. It mean how you feel, Drake? Your son don't wanna mess with you no more, bro. How that gonna make you feel, dog? That ain't gonna make you feel good. And I, I just think it's not thought out. It's just not thought out. It's not, it's not it's like quick thought. You shouldn't be doing it. And then when you really think about it, you're like, damn, I really shouldn't be doing this. It's like, it's just no thought, bro. Why would you do that? Why would you say that about her in public? That's that's my biggest thing. Like, His son going to catch his fade when he get older? Maybe. And, no, and he's not going to be. And look, let's say he want to catch his fade. And let's say going down the spectrum of things that like it's, uh, it's up until. Let's put the cap on. He wants to catch your fade, bro. What's under that? It's physical. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, 
It's a buildup. I'm not messing with you. I'm not talking to you. I want your fade. What's beyond that? I don't want to talk to you no more. You disrespecting my mom. You, you know what? To I'm, me, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just put too much. You just put too much in the air and what could be. Like that child is very young now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if they heard the song, might not know what it means. I don't know how old the child is. I just know the child is young. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when a boy starts becoming a man, and then you start hearing stuff. You take it differently. And I'm definitely not doing no disrespect to my mom. Speaking about from this nigga. Speaking of a boy becoming a man. Seen a video This dude had to become a man In like 15 seconds <laughs> So This girl The video just starts with Like the girl The girl talking to her dad And her dad is this big This like big and wide dude Like black dude Black Husky Black, black daughter Black dad Everybody black Everybody in the situation is black Yeah um, And they're talking And he real close to her And he like He see her neck He's like What's on your neck He like grab her like What's on your neck Let me see your neck and she's like, "What? Watch out!" He's like, she "Got a hickey." What's on your neck? Nah, it's not a hickey. It looked like like he got like somebody like grabbed her, like oh, hit her okay. or something, right? He's like, "What's on your neck?" And then he like he look in the living room because dude, her boyfriend is like in the living room playing a oh, video game. Damn. He look in the living room. She get, he get close to him. He's like, "That nigga put his hands on you." She's like, "No, calm down." That nigga put his hands on you. And nigga walk in the living room. Hey, bro. Hey, hold on. And the, and the dude, the, the kid is like, "Hey, hold on for a minute. I'm playing the game." He's like, "Nah, ain't no. Hold on. You put your hands on my daughter." Like, you put your hands on my dog. <laughs> dove on this nigga. Like, the kid is sitting, like, right here on the couch. Dove on this nigga. Like, tackled him over the couch. He's on top of him. The, the girls had to run in there like, Dad, get off of him. It's a prank. It's a prank. He like, man, why y'all playing with me in here, man? Like, he was about to kill this nigga, bro. Mm. This, 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 this prank stuff is going too far, bro. I was just about They're to say. They're getting too well thought out. It's got to be, like. I was just about to say no, and this no, and I, I mean, blame I guess this. It's I blame, this is what they want because they want it to go viral. No, I blame I blame this on little homie. There is no way we're playing with your dad like that. And it don't time, matter how you know cool what? I am true. with him. None of that, bro. There, I'm not gonna make him mad to that point because I don't know your dad angry like that. And that's true. I don't know if he got a gun. I don't know what kind of training he got. And I've never seen him mad in a rage. And I don't want to see him mad in a rage. Definitely not directed at me. But I will Man. say this, though. The dad asked him like three or four times, did you put your hands on my daughter? And he never said no. He just said, he just said, what are you talking about? But that's what I'm saying. Because it's a prank. He's trying to get him as mad as he can. He, he, the boyfriend wasn't in on it. <laughs> Poor guy, right? I should have told you that. The boyfriend wasn't in on it. We're done. We're done. And you could tell, like you like wanted, to play dangerous. And you games. could tell he wanted to do more, and he wanted to say more. But all her sisters, and he was in their house, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Say her name is Brittany." He was like, "Brittany, you know I mess with you tough, but you're going too far with this prank stuff now, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, we're done." You, he was like, "You know I mess with you tough, but like my nigga, like, like what if this nigga no. would have had his hand? Like, I'm pretty sure the dad had his hands around his neck. I'm pretty sure that's what you don't dive on somebody and just have yeah, music. yeah. And that's man, we're done." You like to play dangerous games, bro. You, I don't know. You, you go too far for this funny stuff. All the sisters are in on it. The sisters like, why the dad is looking at the neck, but like before he going to tackle dude, the sisters is like, yeah, I heard them getting an argument yesterday, but I didn't know he put his hands on her. Man, no, listen. no, no. Bird, do that. Y'all breaking up? I mean, not now. Y'all married, but when y'all was dating, you think so? You think yeah. you would have broke up with her? Yeah. I don't yeah. think you would have, bro. I don't think you would have, bro. I, and I'm not you're sure you're going I too either. far. You're going too far. But I'm telling her you, you don't get to prank me anymore. Like 
the next that, time you prank me, we're done. Like, no, you don't that, get to prank me. And that's, what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Okay, maybe not necessarily right then and there break up with him, but we're going to have a talk. And based on how you answer and how big a deal you think this is, I can't be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I'm not in on it. Your dad not in on it. None of this. Like, I don't think the prank stuff like that is funny. No way. Some of them are. I don't think you should be playing around with with those topics like um, domestic abuse, um, infidelity, um, like. You definitely hot. shouldn't be telling nobody that they lost a family member. That That's yeah. never funny. Jobs. Don't be. You know what I'm saying? Don't be playing around like that. Like. Like, like the dude, I seen a dude, he's a professional gamer and, um, his, um, his girlfriend deleted his player. Yeah. 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 We watched that. We watched yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. We talked about yeah, that on here. Like, yeah. this is my job. Like you may think it's a joke, but I make money support in part or fully support us with this. Don't play with me like that. Here anyway. Don't play with me like that because you play Games, and I don't want nobody around me that plays them kind of games, bro. If my wife, if my wife pull a prank on me, bro, and when I open the refrigerator, some water spill on me, bro, I'm gonna be mad and I'm gonna laugh. If she come in here with her dad and he's steaming and they in on some kind of joke and he acting like he gonna put his because I'm gonna act a certain way, right? I don't care what I did. He's not coming in here acting like he putting his hands on me. And I'm gonna act like that. And I'm saying you saying that as a grown man. This is like a 16 year old kid with this big old. This, this dude was like six four. And that's maybe. what I'm saying. And like big you said, he got And I gotta decide what and I'm you gonna in, do. And you in his house? Exactly. Vulnerable. I gotta decide what I'm gonna do right now. Yeah, I feel it. And you put me in this situation, playing around. Y'all laughing. You think this shit funny? I'm over here. Me, I'm like, what? Tense. No, never. I've never. He probably still getting attacked because yeah, of what the sisters and them exactly. Just said, but, man, I'm already in here tense. What if, what if he just would have, like, with Dove or him, he just started taking off on your dad? Whether it hurt or not, he just taking off on your dad. They're never going to have a cool relationship now. They ain't going to laugh it off like, oh, it was a prank. Ha, ha, ha. No, I tackled this little nigga, and this little nigga started swinging on me. That's that's our relationship, and that's how we're gonna proceed. If y'all and stay bet, together, this is how this is how we're say, gonna but proceed. No, but bet if they stay together, like, and they end up long term, I bet you that boyfriend and that dad become the best of friends. Bet you. Uh, yep. I'm probably not going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> because you like to play games. Oh, I'm not saying you need to stick it out and see if y'all can oh, yeah, become yeah, the best yeah, of yeah, friends. Yeah. But I'm saying if you should you should you decide oh, to stay. Absolutely. absolutely. Them, ty- them type of moments be like, bro. I, I ain't, I'm not gonna tell you who, but I know somebody. She told me she was like, yeah. When I like when I when we first started dating, like she she already had a kid, and then she met another dude, and they ended up in a, in a, and they got married, right? And she told me straight up, she was like, I don't know how to back down and not talk too much, and I'm a, I'm just a female that talk too much. I've been this way my whole life. She was like, so me me and him, we just be going back and forth and going back and forth. We in there yelling And it got loud one day And one day my My son just Walked in with a bat And just stood in the room And me and my husband Just like stopped arguing And looked at him And like looked at each other And then like That's how we knew Like we had took it too far Like we had did too much But then She said She was like my husband She was like He told me straight up He was like I gained it was like we, She was like In the bed that night My husband told me I gained a new level of respect For that little nigga tonight And she said <laughs> They've been the best of friends Ever since Yeah I mean, yeah, look, and there's all kind of situations. Yeah, homie was like 11, 12 at the time when he walked in with the bat. Oh, yeah, he had to be shit. He had to be had shit. Had to be. It don't matter what you Because you got to think, you was, probably, ma- you was probably laying in bed listening to that yelling for a good a 30 good minute, minutes or yeah. so. Before you're like, okay. And then it gets to a point right. where you you feel like your mom is about to get hurt, so you're like, damn, I got to go hold it down. 
That's heavy for a 12 year old. And then you start thinking about what I'm going to have to do. Once I open this door, it is real. Mm-hmm. And no, whatever I have to do, I have to do it. And that's what I said. To get to that point means one, they was wilding. And he, that means his palms was shaking. Hold, his that, palms was sweating. That holding violence, back. Real. Shout, out, shout out to anybody that's had to hold it down like on some like domestic violence type stuff and like take care of your siblings or your mom or your, or your dad or whoever you had to take care of. That's... That's something, man. I'm so blessed. Uh, we never had to go through. That's some heavy yeah. stuff right there, bro. Yeah. That's some heavy stuff. Anyway, we're not going to go down that hole. <laughs> some funny stuff we could talk about. Did you see Oprah fall on stage while talking about balance? No, I didn't. While talking about... She literally said the word balance? Like balance in your life? And she was like, and balance is all about... And went to talk about it. And I promise you, four seconds later, fell after saying the word balance. Pull it up. She did promise it you, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Oprah ain't trying to hit the ground. And <laughs> when you see the way she fell, it wasn't like no like no smooth, like, oh, no, no, bro. She, she, like, you heard her go, whoop, into the mic, like, whoop, <laughs> boom. And then she goes down. <laughs> I'm only laughing because she's okay. But man. This one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Just go straight um, to YouTube. Yeah. Just go to YouTube and Oprah falls on stage or trips on stage. Oh, that's what else I'll be watching. Mm-hmm. That's in my top five. If we want to talk yeah. about podcasts, we could talk about our top five podcasts. Nah. That's in there for me. That's a longer conversation. No, nah, I think I know what mine are. It wouldn't be that long for me, but I feel it. We ain't got to do it today. This one, right? Yeah. YouTube killing them. It's got to be on Instagram. I'll download the video and like put it in small right there so y'all can see what we're looking at. My definition, not yours. I just had to turn it up. Because you're going to be defining it for yourself. Wellness to me means all things in balance. And balance doesn't mean all things are equal or at peace at all times. Oh. Wrong shoes. She said, wrong shoes. <laughs> Somebody said, Oprah. <laughs> I don't care who you are, man. Cat Williams told us in like 07. When somebody falls, you're, 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 guaranteed, you're supposed to get a good seven laughs in. When my son falls down, I laugh while I'm helping him up. I laugh when everybody falls, bro. As bro. long as you didn't break nothing or hit your head. Bro, I'm laughing at you when you fall she down. Said, bro. And balance isn't she felt, bro. She felt like somebody old black mama. She felt like whoop. <laughs> Think about the last time she took a fall, bro. Bruh, you know how sore she was. Oh, speaking of falls, bro. <laughs> speaking of falls, bro. This is not funny, but I didn't laugh until after oh, it was man. over. So I go to the Palomar um, State playoff game. They had a home game uh, last Friday. Worst trip and fall you ever seen. Worst trip and fall I've ever seen. Oof. Or that I, you've taken. That's probably a better one. Worst fall that I've taken? Goodness. Because I definitely know what mine is. I wish Jesse was here. The, the first time I told the story, I had Jesse. When I got this laughing. when I got this cut on my knee. Mm-hmm. When I um it was on a it was on a gravel basketball court and I fell knee first and it scraped all this up. It was nasty. Y'all remember this when I first got this? this I remember the scar. I, I remember seeing the scar for sure. I don't. Remember it was all how it graveled happened. up. It was nasty, bro. It was that's probably the nastiest fall. That's probably the nastiest fall I've taken. Nastiest fall I've seen. 
was this last Friday. Okay. And that's all. I'm at the state playoff game. Palomar win. Um, they beat a team from L.A. Um, so after the game, it's this old, it's this older lady. She looked like she was about like 75, 80 years old. And I'm thinking, no, no BS. I'm thinking, cause she's sitting above me in the bleachers. I'm thinking, how she even get up there? Like who helped her all the way up there? You know what I'm saying? And so she's coming down, and nobody's helping. I'm thinking, damn, she she could move for her she age. Play another one bites the dust right now. <laughs> right. And so I'm walking. Oh shit. I'm walking down. I'm walking. I'm, I'm only two levels up on the bleachers. I'm one, two, maybe three steps, and I'm off. And I'm walking past, and then I just hear, boom. Mm. So when I hit the when I hear the first boom, I turn, and it's this old lady falling like like uh. boom, 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 hitting the stairs and falling down, bro. It was so bad, bro. Like that. Like I said, it wasn't funny at the time. Nobody laughed, bro. Nobody laughed. Because everybody was like, oh, my God. She might like, be dead. And she laid there for a second. And we was like, oh, oh shit. And then the dude no. that was with her, he older, but you could tell he not as old you as still, her. He still get around all right. But not enough to get her up right, like that. Right, So, like. He got the strength to walk with her, but he ain't got the strength to pick her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, homeboy, um, it was a dude there, a coaching dude that's an EMT as well. Or that was an EMT as well at one point. He over there helping her up. But she get up and her face is her head is already bruised. Her face is all bruised, red and purple. And sh- like, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, that was the worst fall I've seen. Just, I've probably seen people impact hit the ground harder, but just age and all that, bro. Like, they sat her, in, they sat her on the first bleacher, and she was sitting there like, like, hold on. Which one of y'all hit me? Like, <laughs> it was like, bro. <laughs> like, she, <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> it was like, bro. She was sitting there like they had they had the um they had the trainers and stuff come over there but they ran the trainers down because the trainers was walking out and stuff like they ran the trainers down had to come there and check her out bro like and then I just started thinking like damn bro like everything is a, is for real when you older bro everything out going to a basketball game it's like hey we gotta get there early I gotta be on that first bleacher boy mm-hmm. like I'm not trying to go up these bleachers up and down these bleachers all day like that. What if I got to go to the bathroom or something? You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, anything. Like, like, bro, I couldn't. That was a nasty fall, bro. But in general, I agree with what you were saying. Like, somebody fall, you got to get a little bit of a laugh. Yeah, in, that, that, that's that's a fall that you don't laugh at. No, the, yeah, yeah. Worst fall I've taken. I'm living in L.A. It's 2009. It's maybe February, March, maybe. It's raining, right? I'm on the. I used to um. Oh, you told this. Take the train before. like I would have to take a bus <laughs> to take take the green line train to connect to the blue line train right on the way there. So anyway, I'm coming back. I'm coming back from uh from Cerritos right. We drive to the to the stop where I got to get on the blue line in, in Compton right. And sometimes when you time it up, sometimes when you time it up, like the bus would be getting there right when the train is about to take it off take off and if there's no traffic you can cross the street quick you can get off the bus jump right on the train and you ain't gotta wait for a train you can just go yeah. and i was trying to make sure i made that connection but it's raining and it's wet out and i got on a brand new pair of vans y'all know i like vans yeah and when you got on like vans is slick anyway they good for like the grip tape but when you're not on the grip tape ain't much grip you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's raining and they brand new they ain't really even been broken in yet right so it's raining the little platform to get up to the train is wet and I'm running. I remember I had, I'm like hopping over puddles, like holding on to my backpack, like 
trying not to get my vans yeah. wet, like hopping over puddles. And while I'm running, I hear voices. I got my head down. As soon as I look up and I try to stop, it's three girls that I had. And matter of fact, I don't know if I've ever told this part of the story. I had seen these three girls before on the way to uh, um, Josh and Darren's house to go record with Darren when I used to do music. Mm-hmm. I remember I seen them and I wanted to say something, but I didn't. And I was mad at myself. And I was like, bro, next time I see them, I'm, if I see them again, I got to say something. Yeah. Like they was All three of them was pretty. I had to try. Somebody you know going to like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got to try. And then, bro, I One of y'all ain't you, got no man. And it's and it's, it's them same three girls. I maybe seen them like two weeks earlier. It's them <laughs> same three girls, bro, just coincidentally. Mm. And so, like, I'm, like I said, I'm hopping over the things. I hear voices, look up, see the girls, try to stop. Like, bro, I slipped so bad. Both my legs go in the air, bro. Both my <laughs> legs go in the air, fam. And I land on my back. Boom. Oh, my God. I get up, bro. and the platform is only <laughs> wide enough for three people walking shoulder to shoulder like they were. So I'm like holding, I got to get up. You in front of them. I'm all wet. <laughs> I got to like go, like hold my backpack and go and between them. And they die like, And one of them said to me like, bro, when I hit the ground, them three girls and everybody else that saw was like, ooh. <laughs> it was one of those. <laughs> so I got to get up, walk between the three girls. And one of them was like, baby, it is not that serious. <laughs> bro. It was so bad. That's why I was laughing earlier because I remember that part of the story. So like, look, bruh. And it's going to be another train. There's another nigga. train coming. It's another train Y'all coming, look at you fam. about to get to school wet and Man. bruised. Bro. No, I'm on the way home. Oh, yeah, on the way home. Yeah, but bro. That's it, bro, funny, Check this bro. out. And it's like the way where the train is about to pull out. Obviously, the dude driving the train, he's like first in line so he can see, right? He has to be able to see in case there's traffic yeah. or anything. He felt so bad. That he didn't pull off and open the doors back up so I can get on the train. As I'm walking up, he was going like this. Like, I, I read his lips. He was like, just walk. Just walk. And was going like this. Like, bro, like, I'm going to let you get on the train, yeah, fam. You got like, it. Just walk, fam. Relax. Safe. Yeah. Luckily for me, nobody on the Damn. train saw. So I get on the train. I just sit down. And you know how when you embarrass even if nobody saw, like, something happened, you just kind of sit there for a moment. Like, damn, that just happened. I sat there on the train for a good two minutes. Like, bro, that was bad. <laughs> Got home, but still wet. All bad. Bruce. I can't really Bruce remember ego. The, the worst fall I've ever taken because I've taken some pretty bad ones. That one on the bike when we was little on that little when that curve was kind of like that. Oh yeah, that was that a was bad, bad fall. fall. I did a whole flip and whenever, the bike landed. Yeah, on whenever me. whenever anybody brings up falls, I'm like, yo, bro. That was a bad My fall. brother took a spill on the bike, bro. Like, that was serious. Like, we was like, yo. like That was scary. Because we was the one. We were laughing. And you fall, bro. We were laughing at you. That was like, yo. Uh, like <laughs> I knew it. No, that that's probably worse than the girls. That's prob- that's definitely worse yeah, than the girls. That I gotta, was a I gotta, fall. I got seriously hurt. We going down a hill, right, on the bike, just to tell the story. I mean, of course, y'all know y'all was there, but just, you know, for the listeners. We going down a hill, right, and, like, the curb, like, the curb is, like, it's not level. And it's not like in my favor. I'm riding down and I'm going like into the raised part. Yeah. And like I, if you see it coming, you can move to the side because it's not like that the whole curve. You can move to the side and ride up the side this this good. And I don't know why I didn't see it. I must have had my head down. You know how like when yeah, you're trying to go fast. You, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I must have been doing one of those and didn't see it. <laughs> or I hit that curve. So boom. And I did a front flip over the handlebars. Flipped over the handlebars. Like landed like like that. And, bro, as soon as I sat up, like, went to sit up, my bike landed on me. That's how you know it was bad. Like, my bike went high. Like, yeah. Like, I'm on the ground. Bail. Took a second. 
sat up and then my bike fell on my head, bro. Yeah. I remember I was like, oh, and that was the worst part because like the flip, you know, you know, a nigga flip. It's scary when you do it, but I used to do flips. So I hit the ground. I'm like, all right, I'm catching cool. yourself better than the average. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew when I went upside down, I was like, OK. And then like I like to be real, like, like I said, I let the bike flip. go. When, when I was upside down, I was like, OK, I'm about to hit. And then I hit and it hurt a little bit, but I used to fall all the time. And then when I sat up and a bike landed on me, that was like, oh, wow, this that, that was, was crazy. A bad spill, that bro. was crazy. That was a bad spill. I've had. Yeah, I've had some. Sp- yeah, I can't remember if I've had a spill worse than worse than that. Nah, probably not. That's like that's what I'm saying. Like some of the big hills and shit. I used to be like, look, bro, it's good. I'm not even about to fuck around. Like, nah. I have a question for you. You can answer it too, Derek. Even though you're not you're not on camera. You in the buffet line, right? You in the buffet line. You finna get some soup. You, I, mean, I don't know if y'all really eat soup like that, but say you about to get some soup, and a nigga in front of you person in front of you picks up the ladle and sips some soup out the ladle i'm stopping before they even get there and put it back in there and put it back in the soup what, what you gonna do you gonna say something to them to management to both what you gonna do i'm saying something when he brings that up and his bowl's not inside i'm like bro what are you doing <laughs> that's what, i'm dead serious i think that's what that's I do dead too. Serious. i'm like hey yo you know what i'm saying like i've i've literally done stuff like that at plays and bird's been like yo like like servers been like bringing us like our drinks and they, they got them on the train they like I'm like hey bro were you sneezing on the way here like bro like go take I need another drink bro like that's crazy I was about to say that's probably what I'm gonna do too like yo fam what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> say, say he ignores you and goes ahead and does it I'm asking because I seen a video online now of, I'm a, mad. of a dude that did that now I'm mad if you don't acknowledge me you just do that now I'm be like hey bro what are you doing why do you think anybody wants that wants you doing that Hey, and now I'm calling somebody from this. Hey, we need him, this this ladle, all it out. We need a new pot of soup, all of this, bro. That's nasty. He's like, hey man, you could taste that all you want, but let me get mine first. Nah, and get on out the nah. way. Nah, you need to know that's socially unacceptable. And I gotta go tell management. Yeah, I'm not even a tattletale. I'm the, y'all know me. I don't. When I worked with kids, bro, I'd be telling the kids like, "Stop tattletaling, fam. Don't nobody like that." But man, they do that, and especially if I really want some soup, like I don't, I don't, you know, because yeah. because you kept saying that like I I don't go to soup plantation no more, but soup plantation got the bomb chili in there, fam. Nah, Say I'm in line to get some chili. Or no, no matter of fact, matter of fact, I get a good uh, uh, vegetarian chili from uh, Barron's Market out in North Park. Mm-hmm. Say I'm about to get some of that vegetarian chili, and somebody do that. I gotta go tell management, fam. Bro, Sometimes that's I my dinner soup, for the night. I get soup regularly at Sprouts, and if I see somebody go. coming up, like, let me try see how that is today. Let me try this clam chowder today. Let me see what this chicken noodle hit for today. No, this is not for, bro. No this talking is, to the mic. This is not for your convenience, bro. This is to get your shit and get to your seat. That's what you're doing here. Don't be testing it. Don't be tasting it. If you got a cough, get out of line. Like. In general, I think people are, bro. You know how many public bathrooms I've been in, and they're washing my hands, and somebody just piss and dip. I don't even touch handles, bro. Like I don't do it. I don't be real. do it. I'm gonna be I put real. the paper towel on my hand. I open that door and I slide through the door. I don't. If do I it, have bro. hand sanitizer on me, I don't wash my hands in public bathrooms. I don't. Oh, I can't do that. I gotta wash my hands, and I'll probably still use the sanitizer, bro. Cause a lot of time, I just it feels too nasty touching this. Like, and I know it's like you finna you washing your hands. But I don't like, touch none of that shit though. 
Well, and, and, and no, like, okay, you got, and I it touch depends. it with my elbow, and if, or I touch it with like my wrist. You know what I'm if saying? It's a place, I don't put my palm on if it's none a place, of that stuff. In if it's a place, nasty, if bro. it's a place where everything is automatic, then I will wash my hands, even if I have hand sanitizer. But if I gotta touch stuff in there, and especially yeah. if it, if it's no paper towels, and I, I used to just be cool with just opening the door like this, but I'm like, nah, I don't even, I don't want them germs in my clothes. Like you know what I'm saying? And so with now, this coronavirus, bro. You got nah. Bro. I had to give it up. I only drink Heineken's now, man. Bro. Wait, what? I said I ain't trying to get that Corona. I only <laughs> drink Heineken's now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like they gone too far. Uh, look, I was telling Kevin. You know he'd dap you up, high five you, motherfucker, out of everybody. I told him I was like, bro, I know you. I know you've been running around work scared. The coronavirus real, huh? Touching people, you gonna catch them. <laughs> I always told her, I was like, "Look at you, bro." I was like, "It's amazing. You get sick every year around flu time. You dapping everybody up, getting a little bit of their flu. Hey, yo, let me get some. Yo, 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 all up in people's face." I was like, "He come up to me. I just, I still every time he walk up near me, I go, it's cool, bro. Every time he walk up to me, it's cool, bro. I don't want to shake your hand. I want to tap like, you don't up. touch me. Stop you it. my man, but I know you be touching a lot of people, bro. Like I can't mess with it, bro. I'm I'm mild, I tell everybody I'm mildly germaphobic, bro. I don't do none of that stuff. Like I know people see me in a public bathroom and they're like, "What is wrong with this dude, bro?" Because if there ain't no paper, if everything's automatic, I'm in there like. I was about to say you could ask Baron, but of course he wouldn't be able to tell you. Me, I've got me and Baron have going to the bathroom without touching nothing down to a T, bro. Like we go in there, like even like opening the door, like especially like if it's something that like it like stops like on like about like shin level, I'll like open it with the back of my shoe. Go in there, I'll be like Baron, don't touch nothing. Matter of, like sometimes I even hold both his hands like over his head, like he like I'm finna arrest him or something. Like don't touch <laughs> nothing in here. Like I get the tissue, put the seat up. Like he don't, he for sure ain't never touched nothing in the public bathroom when he with me. Like. Uh-uh. Like Mm-mm. we don't even flush the toilet because you know, like I don't know if you know, like I be looking at some. I watched a show, one of them like fact shows one time, like when we first got married, and it was saying like when you flush the toilet, like a lot of like the germs, like it can blow like up to up to six feet away just off the flush alone. That's why like toilets have lids, and and in public bathroom ain't no lids. You know what I'm saying? So we don't even flush the toilet. We just get up out of there. And be like we finna wash hands. I'll be like, nah, we finna hit this hand sanitizer. You know, you know it's to the point. Y'all bro. probably gonna judge me, but I don't. I don't I, I'll go the hand sanitizer route, bro. I. It's to the point to where, and this is just how I think, how nasty I think people are out here. It's to the point to where, like, I've been in bathrooms and been like, like, I really got to take a piss. I'm like, I can't breathe in here, bro. I got to hold my breath, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know how crazy that sounds or how much that's doing me health-wise being in a public bathroom, but... This bro, I've literally been in. There's there's a supermarket that I used to go to, bro, and I y'all know me. I don't use public bathrooms like that. If I can avoid it, if I can hold it, I don't go. And I damn sure don't sit down on no public, no way. It's not happening, right? But I've literally had to pee so bad, like in the grocery store. I'm like, I gotta go in here, bro. Like, I'm in here with wife, and probably gonna be in here another 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Go in the bathroom, be like. Close the door. Open it, go in there. Cause it's, bro, you guys are nasty out there, bro. There's some of you guys that don't have no home training. And there's a certain age that the training you got at home is just, it doesn't matter anymore. You've been an adult for like three years now. And you should know what the rest of us are accustomed to being around. We don't care if you were raised outside with wild animals. We were inside. Um, 
with clean clothes on, with brushed teeth and hair. And, and I'm not, I'm not talking to nobody that don't have the means to take care of them, to take care of themselves. Y'all are in an unfortunate situation, but you're, come on, fam. You're in a grocery store bathroom, bro. How'd you get here that dirty? Why'd you come in here that filthy? The, I'm gonna keep it a buck. There's a lot of people that go to the supermarket right after they get off the gym. I'm not talking to those people. You're just sweaty. Like, some people got a for real odor when they sweat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm one of those people. Like, I stink. If I didn't, ha if I got a day where I'm just extra fucked, I'm not going to the store one, straight from the gym that day. And I that, might and this still was, go. And this is what I'm saying. It wasn't even like they was coming from the gym. It was like, it was like, yo, is it a group of homeless people in here? When I do that, I just, you know I, just I just give people space. Like even even if I'm in there and I'm looking for I'm looking for because you know Keisha's real meticulous and they got the gluten allergy, so we gotta get certain types of things. Yeah. If I'm in there checking for what I need to get and somebody else come in there looking for something and I know I'm smelling the high heavens, I'll back up and let them do their thing, and then I'll go. But if I if I'm if I'm if I'm funky, if say I just left the gym or. I just I've been on my feet all day. I've been filming. I've been running around, and now I stink. But I still gotta go to the store. I'm gonna go, fam. Forget all that. See, nah, I can't do it, man. That's and that's what I'm saying. I got to handle real, And that's what I'm saying. I got a for real odor, bro. Sometimes it ain't like that all the time. It's like I'm a sweater one, and it's like on a day where I sting, bro. It's gross. And that's what I, I, I nah. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that to people. You shouldn't be doing that to people. You shouldn't want to do that to nobody. Like you come on man, you know you stink. No, I'm talking about violating that bathroom like that. Like, come on man. You know how you stink, bro. It's so, like at my um at my office building, you can only get in the building with a fob. Because like it's in RB. RB's uh, you know what I mean? People say RB's a nicer area or whatever, right? But right around there is a transit center, like up the block and you know what I'm saying? There's people that are passing through in that area. So, you can't come in unless you got a fob. One of the reasons, and they posted it, like, when they sent the email about the fob change and all that, is so random folks ain't coming in and, in and out this building. You know what I'm saying? Because they were like, it's been an issue with us keeping the building clean, keeping a certain cleanliness. It's like, come on, bro. There's basic cleanliness that we all, if we have the means, need to be abiding by. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's craziness, bro. Like, that's crazy. I said, I walked in the, I walked in that bathroom and it's like, I mean, I didn't stop going to that supermarket. I just don't want to say the name on here, you know what I mean, or whatever. But I didn't stop going to that supermarket or nothing like that, bro. That's my preferred supermarket. It's right down the block. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? But and it's hard for a supermarket. Anybody could come up in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, and that and that's why I don't and that's why I don't mess around in the bathrooms like that. Like people just aren't clean. Which brings up a whole, just a whole nother thing about how some of y'all living, bro. Like, there's some people that I know, that there's no way they should be funky like this. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and then some people, like you said, it's just tough for them. Like, they just, they just naturally a smelly person. And, but when you know that about yourself, you got to take the extra, you know what I'm saying? The extra precautions or do the extra to make sure. Like, like me, like. Like my like I, I was got like, I got bo bro when I stink I stink but I don't be stinking like me like, <laughs> like me I got crazy I got like my earwax buildup is crazy like I be having hella earwax mm -hmm. and as a kid I used to be like people like man why you got all that wax in your ears and I didn't I was a kid I ain't thinking about it but when you get older and like you more conscious of stuff like that like you know what I'm saying you take care of it you do what you got to do like my nigga I got low key got to clean my ears like every day 
You know what I'm saying? But when you get older and you know what you got to do to for just basic cleanliness, like you said, then you, then you, nigga. The, there's this look, man, and there's just a certain level of because it's not on that no more. Uh, like there's a certain level of like respect and all of that, and just like and how you're gonna be treated. There's a certain amount of respect and stuff in that. When people see that you take care of yourself. They know that they're not gonna let you disrespect. Like people know, I would like to think that people know based on how I carry myself or how I present myself that I'm not taking you disrespecting me. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you always dirty, well, or you always and all of that like other you, stuff, but you be funky and all of that some other stuff, people gonna be like, yo, you don't take care no, of yourself. I think you like, get you get, a, you get a different level of just respect, like on a human level, like on a personal level, not like. Not like people would try you or, th- or like, you know, think, think. I don't think just because you're a smelly person, people think you would take mess off of them. I wouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, but they're more inclined to give you their mess or their frustration when they're dealing with them. I don't, you know I, don't, I, don't I don't think that's a good correlation. I think if you carry yourself like somebody who can be walked over, that's when people like tend to, tend to give you that type of And your appearance is part of that and how you smell and come off. We all know, we all know plenty of people that ain't have, ain't have the best of anything, but they was tough and everybody knew they was tough and then nobody messed with them. I can give you somebody right now, but I no, wouldn't put him out there. No, right yeah, there. he no, stayed no. with us for a little bit in high school, his senior year. Had yeah, no, 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 no. I feel you. I've, he was smelly. He didn't have the nicest clothes, but then nobody messed with him because they knew what time. I'm it was. not. I'm not talking. I'm talking about as you get older and stuff like that. Well, no, I'm not even always talking about a physical altercation. And that's what I was saying. If I go, if I go in somewhere, and even if I got on nice professional clothes, but I'm stanking, people are gonna treat me away. And they, and especially if I'm if I'm always the person in the office and that's my mo. But I'm talking about what you said about people. If if when you when you carry yourself a certain way, people know you're not going to take no mess, and that part is true. But then you also said if you if you smelly or you don't you have bad hygiene. You were you were you were. It seemed like you were trying to say in a roundabout way that if you're smelly and have bad hygiene, then people think you that that they can that you'll take their mess, and that that's that's not true. There's no correlation there at all. Nah, they're more willing to get. Nah, nah, I think so. It's the same. It's the same reason why people think they could talk to servers or whatever. They think they're beneath them. It, it, whatever they, whatever. No, that's because of the job they do. I and I know, and I'm saying now if now if I'm stinking, now if I'm not presentable, people are gonna feel like they're above me and be more inclined to give me their frustration or what they think I need to hear or whatever yeah, it is. And that's fine. I mean, not like. I just I'm not phony. I've never been treated like that, and I've never seen it. That's why I disagree. I guess. I think it all goes into cleanliness, and I think that people treat might treat you a certain way. No, I don't touch that. Might treat you a certain way based on that. It's neither here nor there. I'm probably not gonna find out because I'm I'm anal about that stuff. I don't mess around. Surely be getting mad at me because like we'll be in here kicking it. Let's say we just let's say we've been in here like and we both like we did last night. We sat up and watched our show and um I had a glass of something to drink. Right? If she's like, Oh, I wanna go grab a little late night snack or whatever it is, right? And we go, she grabbed the keys and I'll go in there and go brush my teeth. And she'll be like, Wait, what are you doing? We're just running to the store and back. I'll be like, Yeah, but I don't wanna be talking to nobody with with this liquor I just had on my breath. They gon' you know what I'm saying? 
think a certain way or whatever. That's more what I'm speaking to. Like, I, I feel what you're saying. That's more what I'm speaking to. Like, bro, you need to be trying to be... I'm not saying you got to leave the house to run a 7-Eleven real quick. You got to get all done up. But you want to look presentable. People are going to treat you based on how you present yourself. That's a fact. And I think that how you smell and... You know what I'm saying? Even if you're clean, if you don't look clean, it ain't going to matter how clean you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you look you look dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. Question. Is it an insult to call something like background noise? Yeah, it's not good. I can't even give it context. Like, it's not disrespect, but it ain't good. Like, if you put some music on to clean up and it's just your background noise, is that is that does that mean that's like not good music? No, not even close. Or even a TV show? No. Cause I do that with the Office. And I think for me, it's like, because I, I, I saw something that said, like... You've seen it before. You could keep along with just hearing it. Right. Yeah. And then you know when the funny parts are, then you can kind of stop, take that 15 seconds to enjoy that funny part, get back to work. Because um, I tried the thing. I seen this thing online that said, like, vi- video game soundtracks mm-hmm. are, like, purposely built to, like, keep... Be background noise. Right. To be background noise and, like, to be, like, entertaining but not interruptive. Yeah. And so I tried that, but I was like, I don't really mess with that. And I tried the uh, the one the one two uh, K that Jay Z produced. I'm like, this this is not background noise music. These are slaps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't really do it to this. So then I just start putting on. Like I said, I'll, I'll be editing, and I just had an office on in the background. And I remember I was telling somebody that, and they were like, the office is too good a show for you to disrespect it as just background noise like that. I was like, first of all, the office is one of my favorite shows. I own every season on DVD. I love the show. Yeah. But I don't think it's disrespectful to say that it's background noise. Like, no, it's not. I mean. Wifey do the same thing with Law and Order. She'll put on an episode. She'll just like we watching. We're watching the new episodes as they come out once a week, right? Mm-hmm. But when she's like, let's say she's getting ready, her little process—not her little process, ain't little. Her process of putting on her makeup takes a minute. Mm-hmm. So she'll put her laptop in the mirror so she can see it looking in the mirror. Put on an old episode of you know what I mean? Uh, um, well, I just say Law and Order, me. and then she'll let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Her favorite part, she'll, she'll stop and tune in. But then most exactly. of, for the most time, she's just letting it go. You know what I'm saying? Or exactly. whatever. And, and uh, it ain't no bad thing. Nothing with background noise. Um, I mean, I do that. I, I do that. I mean, I really do it when I'm, like, washing dishes or mm-hmm. some stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I'll put on a podcast that That's I've, what I do. I've heard, to be honest. And I just want to go back to this certain part. It take me. It take me. 20 minutes 30 minutes to clean the whole kitchen you know what i'm saying like i said so i'll put it on for that 30 minutes let it rock out and then i'll just boom boom, boom do it exactly I'm like i said because i listen to a lot of podcasts now like how you would think of an old song and make you think of that album it's like oh i'm gonna go listen to that album i do that with yeah. podcasts now yeah. so whether it's Jalen and jacoby i think of a funny part i'll maybe google that part and then of course it'll tell you what episode it is i i, I do that with the joe budden podcast a lot now too like you said Don't when i'm watching on this your auntie's pillows man like just the other day i thought of the part when uh when joe was like i need the knee high levi cy i thought about that episode <laughs> So, so I pulled that one up on YouTube and just had that plan while I was doing the dishes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I do that all the time. Like with some of my favorite stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I might have been did I hit something? I don't think so. But it's, well, it's all good now. We all good now. So we all good now. We out there. I was about to say our last topic, but it ain't gonna be our last topic. Um, I thought I said fifteen minutes. I was like, we ain't. Even. Anyway, women proposing to men. Jesse out, or should not. You know what? Jesse brought the topic up. Let's wait. Let's wait for him to get here before we before we talk about it. 
Yeah, he getting in today? No, no, no. But I'm saying, oh, okay. Let's yeah. wait until we have him. I mean, we could talk about it and talk about it again. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, that's true. Because he could have different thoughts. Because you were saying, he, he brought it up in our, in our group <laughs> chat. And you were saying... Like that you wanted wifey to propose to you That Hell you wanted yeah. Bert to propose to you Hell yeah And I was like nah no way I would never I would I would never <laughs> I would never have wanted that ever So why like so I mean you kind of told me a little bit But I kind of I stopped And for the record I didn't mean to be disrespectful I stopped talking about it in the chat Because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast Yeah I mean <clears throat> And I wanted it to be fresh But why Why did you want Why did you want your girl to propose to you Um well, Jesse brought it up like, do you mind it? And I definitely don't mind it because at one point I did want to be proposed to. And, and, and that's what because, I'm saying. Yeah, why? Because I was planning my proposal and then I was like texting a coworker about it, like just ideas about my proposal mm-hmm. and all this other stuff to her. And wifey went through my phone and seen that convo. Mm-hmm. So she knew it was coming. She knew, because I told her, like, what day did I plan, how I plan to do it or whatever. So when she told me, like, she eventually told me, like, she was acting funny. And she was like, are you going to do before? I'm like, what? And I was like, hold on. And so she told me she was going through my phone. So I told her, yo, you messed it up, bro. You messed it up. Now you're going to have to wait. It definitely ain't going to be on that day. And now you don't know when it's going to be. Um, I don't know if it's ever gonna be. What you going through my phone, all this other stuff? Like just giving her a hard time about it, right? I told her like, yo, you gonna have to propose to me, bro. It's over. I'm not proposing to you. You got to propose to me. And she was like, what do you mean? I said you gonna have to propose to me because I'm not proposing to you because you was going through my phone. You done messed up my plans, all types of shit. And yeah, that's why I wanted to be proposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. But I'm not against the idea. I think, to be honest, I think, and that's why Jesse was like, hell no, nah, I couldn't rock with it. But to me, it's so much pressure on a man to do all of that stuff, like, to initiate the convo, to walk up to a woman that you don't know from nowhere in a crowded place or wherever the place is to start that convo, to get her to like you, to ask you see, her that, out on a date, that to I ask have no her to be your girl and all of that other that stuff. That I have no that, problem with a woman doing. And even and even and even a woman if she feel like it's been long enough, you know, ask and do like, so what's up? Am I your girl or what? Like, are you my boyfriend or what? I'm cool with that too. But proposing, like asking, like marriage, nah, that's that's Why in not? my opinion, that's for the man to do. I just feel like it's for the man to do. Maybe I'm just stuck in traditional ways of thinking and traditional roles and stuff. But that's that's something. I'm down that's for like, general. Gen- Gender roles But I think there should be a line I think it should be interchangeable and, and I don't think there's hard lines and Of things men should do And women should do Maybe that's That's why I think about it differently Because like I don't I don't think there's no job That's designated for one or the other I think that In every relationship Y'all job. gotta Y'all gotta decide Who's gonna do what I agree with that 100% And especially if you look at my marriage And everybody that knows me When you look at my marriage The gender roles are Flipped in a lot of ways They intersect in a lot of ways Me and my wife we there's, It's not It's not traditional We rock how we rock And we like it that way And we don't really care What people think That's how we rock So I'm not saying I'm stuck in like Traditional uh, All the way across the board tradi- uh, Traditional gender roles And like ways of thinking uh, Derek And ways of thinking But that one specifically And especially Like I said To each their own Do what you want to do I'm just saying What I would have wanted And what I what I would have liked um, and, and what I did and also, I feel like, what's up? Um, um, okay. Just wants to see you in that bag. I see you. And especially, like, and especially if she's going to propose, don't get on your knee. Like, that's, that's <laughs> like, that's like a sign of, like, like, like submission and, like, 
and, and women women do submit today, man. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that either. I don't I, I don't I don't know. Just that that act of like that act of down on one knee and like nah, that that's for the man to do. And it's, like I said, women do what you want, but if you're gonna propose, don't get down on one knee, man. Don't get down on when one When Jesse knee. brought that up, I was looking and I started seeing a whole bunch of videos of women proposing yeah, to men. It's uh, happening more and more. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm not mad at it, man. Like I'm not mad at it either. Like I, do like what I you said, want. I think that just from see, just what, from a pressure situation like I don't think that nobody, I don't think you're proposing. There, I think that there's few people that are proposing that haven't talked about it and you kind of just springing it on this person like, oh, I love you so much. Like, I like you. Oh, my God. Like, let's get married. Marry me. Like, I don't think it's happening for most people like that. I think most people know that it's kind of going there. They've talked about it or they've talked around it. So they're not totally caught off guard. So whichever one of us want to make that jump and go first, that's cool, bro. Like, and please believe for I'm me, not like, tripping. for me, if, if like that's, I, said, if, I, I wanted it like that, and, and that's cool, and I, and I'm just saying, like, and I don't, I don't think any less of you or think like, you know what I'm saying? That's just something I just disagree with, and that's something I want to make clear. I'm glad you said that because if I, if you wouldn't have said the Spotify thing, I wouldn't have thought to say that, and I'm glad you said this because I wouldn't have thought to say what I'm about to say next. Whenever, like, when I disagree with something, I just disagree with it. Like, I don't, unless it's like a, a like a strong moral line. I don't think any less of the person who did something that I disagree with, unless it's something like like huge. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't, I don't care. I think I do. I have an opinion of it, sure. And if you ask me, I'll give you my honest and unbiased opinion. But that doesn't mean that I think any less of anybody or that I disrespect anybody in any way for making a decision that they felt was good for them or that they yeah. just flat out wanted to make. That's all. I. Yeah, man. I think there's a bunch. I think there's a bunch of reasons why women are doing that more. I think that a lot of it has to do with financial. Like I think that I think that. Um, mm -mm. Stop. Oh, that camera turned off. Yeah, I think that um, a lot of women now, especially the age where people are meeting and talking about marriage, are um, like they're making more money than they men, mm -hmm. so they kind of feel like, well, he gonna take a while or he gonna, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to wait on him, so. They go out and cop a ring, you know what I mean, or whatever, and be like, "Well, shit, I'm about to just ask homie to marry me," you know what I mean, like, or whatever. Um, and I just think that a lot of women are like, aside from the financials, like, I know I want him, and I think it's just a different time, you know what I'm saying, where women are just like they feel more empowered to do things, and and I think a lot of it is symbolism, like I could do this too, you, you know what I'm sure. saying, like, which none of it I'm mad at. Ladies, rock out. More of y'all should do that, man. It's enough pressure on us on y'all, man. It's enough pressure for us to approach y'all and do all that. I know for a long time, bro, that was the scariest part. I had no problem once I was there talking to a girl. But getting up and deciding to walk up to you in this crowded room of people watching me walk up to you and then you in front of your friends and then me trying to figure out a way to make me like you, the whole thought of it is what stopped me from talking to a couple chicks at least. I'll, I'll probably say it every. I'm like, bro. I'll probably say it every that's, five that's to seven. Lot. I'll probably say it every five to seven podcasts. When you when you're done, when you have no fear of rejection, life gets so much easier, bro. Hmm. What's she gonna say? No, okay. Like everybody's been turned down before. Everybody's been said no to before. Walk up if you if you think she cute, go tell her. Now I mean, you ain't gotta walk up and say I think you're cute, but just go up and hey, what's your name? How you doing tonight? If it don't work out, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, and that's what said, I said. No, Once cares? I'm in front of her, I have that mindset. But the whole thought, like, it's definitely kept me from walking up to a couple girls. Because, like I said. Understandable. Like, I've walked up to a chick and been totally like, hey, like, 
I saw you from over here. I think you're the pretty. I want to get to know you. Like, how are you doing tonight? Type of thing. And you be like, ugh, you thirsty? Like, come on, man. You making a scene in front of people. Now people think I done said certain things to you. Like, That's come on, ma. That's an immature like, girl. No, when but, did this happen? Oh, this was a long time That's ago. That's what I'm saying. But, no, That's an immature girl. No, but I, I Grown women don't But do I that. understand that. But that whole altercation, that whole going up into that, I can see that keeping a dude from messing with a girl. And y'all should have some of this pressure to come up to us. We dropping down on a knee in front of people don't know what you're going to say. You should have to share some of that. You should have to feel that. And, and see, how many men are proposing when they don't know what the answer is going to be? How often does that happen? <laughs> for me, not never, nigga. I knew. <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't. I, I was my, asking because I knew. And was that's good. my and that's my exact point. Yeah. How many people? How many people do we know that have proposed and got a no? I don't know nobody like that in real life. It definitely happens. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. But. People jump out the window and get caught up in feelings and ask somebody something they're not even ready for right then and there just because, and that definitely happens. But I, I, I feel you. I feel you. I just. I'm not mad at it. Y'all do what y'all want to do. I think it could happen either way. Like I said, I'm also a person that I don't, I get it. I like will there's, say. There's some gender, I'll put it like this. There's some gender roles like, I don't think that there is a woman out here that should be with her dude and not feel protected. That is your role as a man. And no matter where y'all at, she should know that your first objective is to make sure she is good and she should be confident in that. And I don't think that she should have to reciprocate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so maybe sure. that's a role, that's gender role on my part as a man. But everything else short of that kind of stuff, I think them lines is blurred hella. Who does the dishes, sure, who cooks, and sure, all of that other stuff is whatever. Sure. And who asks whose hand in marriage shouldn't matter neither. Nah, that's come, the, come here, come scoop me man. up, ma. That's for the man to do. Come scoop me up. What if her dad don't even mess with you like that and now she coming? Like you ain't even you ain't even had a conversation with her dad about y'all getting married and now she coming proposing before you before you even had a chance to speak to her dad. And you gotta you gotta say, Yeah, but let me talk to your dad. And what if the dad don't approve? And I'm not saying you have to get approval, but what if that's a, a relationship that you want to solidify a little bit more? What if what if it's some other things that you know what I'm saying? Like what if it's some other things that you wanna do? Other people in her family that you want to meet, some other situations that you want to see her in before she you gotta handle to that before she asked to marry me. But what if she just asked you before you ready for that question to be presented? Is no, what but I'm that's saying. what. But that's what I'm saying. Just like a man's got to make sure all those hurdles are jumped and are cleared before he, you know what I'm saying, ask a woman's hand in marriage. She got to do the same. You got to do your due diligence, how, man. How will she know? How will she know where you're at with her dad? Asking. Hey pops, I'm about, I, hey dad, hey dad, I'm about to ask this dude to marry me. Uh, how you feel about him? Type of, just like you know what I'm saying, just like a dude would. It's the same exact thing. It's just on who doing it. That's why I'm like, man, you come on, man, go make sure I'm good with your dad, man, before you come try to scoop me up. <laughs> I'm just down with it, man. Like, and I worded it wrong. See, that's why. <laughs> I wanted to talk to Jesse about this because I worded something wrong. I said appreciation. And he was like, what? <laughs> I think both of y'all was like, what you mean? Appreciate it. I was no appreciation. And I used, I used the wrong word. I used the wrong word, but it just, to me, like, there's certain steps that you take and there's certain things that you do that just show, like, your level where you're at at least right now in this relationship you know what i'm saying people be getting divorced and doing all that stuff but at the time you ask you ask this person to marry you 
you were willing to take those steps and do those things. And I don't think that that's just on the dude. Hey, Baron, leave that alone. I don't think that that's just on the dude to do. And I think it's dope that women want to take that step in because ask any woman how she felt. Any woman that said, yeah, how she felt when she was proposed to. You know what I'm saying? She's like, oh my God. It was just like, just it's, don't it's, get like, down it's like, a, it's like, a, it's like an out of body thing for them. You know what I'm saying? Just don't get down. And, I, and I would like some of that, man. I will. I'm glad you said that again because I almost forgot to say it. I do wish. I do wish I could redo my proposal, though. That's why when we renew our vows and in, in another what it'll be seven years this year. Oh, we renew goodness. our vows in another three years after this year. I'm a I'm a I'm a catch her off guard and re- I mean I caught her off guard with the first proposal, but like I, I did I did it at Benihana's. It was just me and her and the people that was at our table. None of my loved ones, none of her loved ones was there. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. I, I I knew it would be nice and it was still nice like you know what I'm saying I told I told the I told the the management and everything and they they brought the ring out for us and like made it all fancy took pictures and all of that yeah. but if I could if I could do it again if nothing else I would have just had her her mom and her sisters there you know what I'm yeah. saying if nothing else if nothing else see we see I I knew that there was two things that went into mind because we had talked I mean, like I said we talked around the topic. And like she never really expressed like family and friends being there. It's just like and we we're pretty much open with all of our friends. Like we got groups of our friends that even since me and her have gotten together, like whether it be her friend or my friend or whatever that we've gotten even closer to like as a couple. You know what I'm saying? So I like and we like to think that we kinda share our relationship with all of our friends, with everybody and stuff like that. Not not in a weird way, yeah. You know I mean, y'all better back up. But um like we wanted it to be a joint experience. That's why I was trying to make sure, like, the whole team was here and everybody like that. Because I know I wanted to do it in front of them. But not necessarily, like, her parents and all of that. Like, her dad lived far away. Like, for a while, her mom, her relationship with her mom wasn't like that. She didn't care whether she was there or not or whatever. But I think, I mean, she was definitely caught off guard. Look at the second thing that went into mind. She was going to Greece. And I couldn't have her going, like, going out of the country unbetrothed. You know what I'm saying? You wanted me some some uh, some Spartan out there. <laughs> I like look, man. Yeah, man. You told everybody but me that you was proposing. I wasn't even here when you did it. I thought what? Nah, you didn't tell me at all, fam. I found out when we when we got to PV. I know nothing about it. I swear, it. Nah, nah, there's definitely no way I didn't tell you or Keish. You didn't. Nope. You didn't tell either one of us, bro. Huh? That's crazy. Well, when she gave me the plans for Greece, I started throwing shit together quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, you're real? Because at first she was like, oh, I'm going to go to Greece to school. I was like, okay, she's she going to go, whatever. She ain't about to do that shit. Then mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I'm really going. They're like, what day are you leaving? Oh, okay. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Part of that, and I don't know if, if Bird has ever mentioned it, but that's another thing that I wish I could redo when Bird told us that y'all was getting married. Because like I said, we were, we were actually celebrating our anniversary when we met y'all in PB. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically because it was May and it was Ace Boogie's birthday too. And he came out there and celebrated his birthday out there with us too. And when we got out there and we got like in the bar, Bird showed me the ring and was like, we're getting married. And instead of me being happy for her, I selfishly went to, damn, that nigga didn't even tell me he was finna propose. So I didn't even like really like get happy with her and like enjoy the moment. I instantly was just like looking around for you to like, like, man, like what's up? But I was like, tonight's not the night for that. Tonight's not the night for that. Yeah. Can you hear record? Yeah, but that that proposal thing, that shit is stressful. Even, bro, even knowing what her answer is more than likely gonna be. You just gotta, it's, just go to the best friend, bro. Just go to the best friend. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. 
But no, I'm talking about the act of even doing it. Like, I knew what she was going to say, but the act of even doing it in front of everybody, like, I was still nervous. Like, we was in here in front of everybody. Like, I was still nervous to, to like, actually do that shit. You know what See, I'm saying? See, things don't really make me that nervous or embarrass me like that. I, me neither, but that shit did. <laughs> no, that, but that that is that is a scary thing to yeah. do, though. Let me stop fronting. I want to do it right. I like, was nervous I, when I br- proposed. Bro, I grabbed the wrong damn finger, uh, the gr- wrong damn hand. I was so nervous. I put the ring on the wrong damn head. <laughs> I was like, oh, and that's what I'm saying. I'm knowing what she going to say. We've been living together, all type of stuff. But, yeah, bro. Um, Ladies, I applaud. Let me do it. Not all in the mic. I'll hit y'all with this. Hey, man. Y'all keep on proposing to these dudes out here, man. We appreciate it, dog. We appreciate it. I like I like to see that. I like that energy, man. I like that. Mm. Make me feel make me feel appreciated and wanted. Well, all three camera batteries have died because I didn't come in here prepared. <laughs> so I think that's a good time to get on up out of here, man. Yeah. Play Let's play some. Get us out, man. Let's play some. Baron's killing the cameras. He's killing the phone. That's all right. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll some words across the screen right now. I might just put the subtitles in. This is gonna be a part of the video. <laughs> it's still gonna be in there. Let me see. Let I'm, me gonna use the see. Audio. I'm gonna use this uh, crisp, crisp, clear audio that we're using here, and I'm gonna lay it under the video, and that's gonna be the audio for the video as well. Instead of trying to, mm. you know, let's play something off my workout mix. You don't be working out, man. I got to now. Fat boy. Yeah, low key. Don't I turn it up? That's good. Yeah, you gotta turn up number three. Yeah. What is that? Um, ADE featuring Gold Leak and Wale. Something real. If you don't listen to Golden, you should check them out. They are. Family Room Podcast. Yikes. Family Room Podcast, episode 37. I'm Mike Rohn. It's the phone. It's been another episode. Had a lot of fun. Thank you all for rocking with us, man. We'll be back next week. Peace out. You can find us anywhere podcasts be dropping. Full full video might be on YouTube this week, depending on what my my workload is like. Oh, speaking of that, for anybody that was I'm looking around like the cameras is on. The cameras ain't even on no more. For anybody that was looking for the podcast, whether on on the Instagram or on YouTube, man, with the with the championship games and all these high school games and and, and the new job that I got, all these games that I'm covering, I haven't really had time to to work on podcast videos. It was a priority, but you know what I'm saying. My, my pop my my laptop is a little slow. Just full disclosure, my laptop is a little slow and it takes too long to export the whole podcast audio. It's like over an hour long And I ain't got time to wait When I gotta make these this, this content For the YouTube And for the Instagram uh, for, uh, I work for uh, Hustle2K Y'all go check out uh, Hustle2K on Instagram And on YouTube man. So that's why Y'all ain't be seeing No videos But hopefully uh, My workload uh, um, I'll get faster working And hopefully If nothing else I'll be able to Chop up some videos To, uh, to put on Instagram For y'all man Cause I know y'all Like seeing those Family Moon Podcast Episode 37 
We out.